dogs, new, new tricks. tricks. Every dog has his thing. Old dogs. Like that. New tricks. Ah, uh, dogs. Old dogs. My dogs are barking at hey. New tricks. Can't find a better dog on planet Earth. It's the Old Dogs New Tricks Podcast. Here's Kaikuyu and Joey. KC and JP. It's the Old Dogs New Tricks Podcast. I am Joey Peppin. Kaikuyu Calhoun. And this is our next episode. And uh, last episode, we, we were talking to Corey Michaelis about his uh, shows coming up at the Tacoma Comedy Club. Uh, those shows have passed now, but they were very successful from what I understand. He even added a couple of shows on a Saturday. I had one show start at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> good job, Corey. Oh, Great wow, job, good job, Corey. Pulling them in. Pulling yeah. them in. So the Old Dogs New Tricks podcast, I think we're still trying to figure out what it's going to be all about. But uh, this time... You know, we were these two old dogs. Uh, we're starting to do a little bit of comedy, and I think that uh, also could be the focus this week because we have a lot of stuff that we talked to Corey about that we didn't get to. He was a fountain of information. Um, he's a, a teacher by trade, a uh, comedian by choice, and it comes through in in the ways that the way he, he explains. He's very uh, very didactic, or, or, or I think that's the word. That's sorry, that's a big word. I didn't mean to use that. Didactic, yes, yeah, from the Latin root. Um, to didacta, which means uh, to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> to be a dick who uses that's big it. words. <laughs> that's the, yes, that's exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah that reminds me of that your uh, bullshitter bit, right? Yeah, I'm a bullshitter, but I'm not. I'm not full of shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Big difference. Big difference. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> no, yeah. a lot of people don't. Yeah. That's. Uh, I think one thing on this podcast that I think would would be helpful is to, to help educate people. You know, I mean, like I. That's what the whole learning new tricks is about. You know, I lo- I love learning new things, and obviously you do too, because you're always in school, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it says what to be an uh, an uh, eternal learner. Yeah. That's 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 the approach because uh, the more the more that I uh, learned, uh, then I just realized that I don't know a lot of shit, man. It's right. Like, there's just so much more out there yeah. to learn, you know? So, so yeah, that's that's the approach with that. So. I, I'm, I'm with you on that, but I, I get bored really easy, man. Like, I I couldn't take a, a full year of anything, you know? You could do it. You'd surprise yourself. I could. I don't think I want to. <laughs> See, now that's, that, that, that's the key. <laughs> if you don't want to, then you're not going I, to. Right? Yeah, I kind of mix that up. I always say yeah. I can't, which yeah. actually what I really mean is I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, it's not in the cards for me right now. I ain't feeling that No, right no. I can't. Understood. I got a career. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, and so does Corey Michaelis. And he talked to us a little bit about... Um, you know some of the jokes he he tells and you asked him a question about uh, something about defending the joke um yeah i asked him about his approach when he's writing about uh touchy subjects or taboo subjects because i think he does a really good job on that so i didn't know if that was just kind of his uh his personality his worldview does it just come out like that or if he put a lot of thought into that and you know rewrite it or you know, I'm, I'm skirting this line right here. How far do I want to go with that? Um, or do I want to back off? Or I want to go even further. So I asked him about that and his approach, and he gave us a lot of uh, good information about that. And the reason why the reason why I asked him, because that's the direction that I want to go. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be edgy just for the sake of being edgy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I want to try to make you think, just like you were saying something. You, uh, it, you look at something, and then you hear a comedian put it in a way that's, that you never thought about before and you're like well why didn't i think of that mm-hmm. you know what i mean so mm-hmm. so that's that's what i was 
wanted him to get at right there. So I asked him what was his approach uh, when it came to taboo subjects. Someone said this. Who said this? Uh, I don't even know, but I think it was Steve Hofstadter. He's been really helpful to me. That you should be able to defend the joke after the show, as opposed to just being like, lighten up, you're being a wimp. Because there's value in criticism of any spoken or written word art form because, uh, you know, people are allowed to do that, and that's fine. Okay. And people know more than some people. Like, they don't know. Like, the public doesn't know more about comedy than, like, me or other comics. But they might know more about race relations. They might know more about something else I talk about. I mean, it was a bit on CPR. It's just a silly thing, and nobody should ever be offended by it. Uh, but somebody might know more about CPR than me and be like, actually, uh, you know, right. here's some information you might not know. And uh, so if they do it in a way that's like understanding that we're just up there trying, we're just trying to get by and not trying to be, uh, you know, hurt cultural. Like, like anybody who does a joke about rape hopefully isn't trying to encourage rape culture i wouldn't imagine that's their intent but what i would say is then be clever and do something that hasn't been done before or hasn't done a bunch before uh and take an angle that doesn't re-victimize people who have already been victimized like if you can do that at all (laughs) that would be cool why not why not encourage the end of rape culture with a really clever bit about sexual assault that's possible it's been done before a bunch so uh and, and if not then what do you what are we doing here why are we why is that how you want to do your comedy so yeah yes yeah, so any joke i have about race then i only have a few and any joke i have about uh you know women and their behaviors is thought through in a way that if after a show somebody said hey i think this is kind of shitty of you to say this i could go well, here's why I'm comfortable saying it. I'm comfortable saying it because I don't think that it does anything to negatively affect groups of people who have already been marginalized in our country. Or, in fact, I actually think it helps because when I talk about, like, not being colorblind, most people that I know who happen to be black are like, yeah, thank you. We prefer to not. We don't pretend like we aren't black. That's, that yeah, that's one of my don't favorites Don't be right there. terrible to us. Because we happen to be black. So on that note, uh, Corey, I'm I have a, a bit of yours that I want to play for you, and we can talk about. Sure, it. But yeah. it's it's called uh, when you're colorblind. Uh, it, goes, yeah, yeah. it goes right into it. So uh, uh, this is Corey Michaelis um, with uh, Casey and Joey. I think now is a good time to tell you all that I teach high school. That's my day job uh, in Seattle. Don't worry about it. Your kids are fine. Uh, <laughs> Teaching history also allows me to teach about race issues, which I think is very important in our country right now. I also recognize not really the right guy to do it, right? Like, <laughs> super bald, super white dude? Mm-mm. I'm one neck tattoo away from a hate crime right now. I don't think... <laughs> me and this guy teaching your history class? No way. It's always the wrong people that get on their high horse about race, though. It's always like suburban white soccer moms or like, "Mm, I just don't see color. Oh, that's because you live in Utah. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I don't see color. I don't even see it. Yes, you do, and it's fine to notice color. Just don't judge people based on what you see, that's all. No, 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 no. I'm colorblind. <laughs> mm, no, you're not. Plus, that's not gonna work, because you know what you still see when you're colorblind? Black and white, right? <laughs> Being colorblind just makes Asians gray, but, uh... <laughs> you can still tell. You hear bits like that where you're like, man, I wish I would have oh, thought yeah. of that. And I think that's what makes a good bit, too. And especially about something that's important, as important as, you know, race relations, which I think is super important. It's not and it's not something that we talk about enough. Um, you know, it, it's it's something that can be super polarizing, but it, it also doesn't have to be. All right. You know, I mean, especially if you're making a joke and you can defend it and it, it makes people think and go, God, you know what? He's right. I never thought about that. Because whenever I hear people say, well, I'm just colorblind, I'm like, you're, and you're a fucking liar. <laughs> I mean, you're colorblind. Yeah. You know? Yeah, my, uh, my wife's got to go for that. Uh, when she hears people say, you know, white people, I'm colorblind. She's like, okay, well, take them to an AAU basketball game in Memphis. Okay, <laughs> then we'll see what's up. Because, <laughs> because when the kids play AAU basketball, you know, she went to some spots where mm -hmm. she it's her first experience of feeling like a minority like noticing like okay there ain't no other white people here mm -hmm. you know and it's kind of an eye opener so yeah you won't be colorblind at that point right because you're conscious of <laughs> what's going on around sure. you. it's like he says oh uh cory says well that's because you're in utah you live in <laughs> right. utah you know you live in utah yeah not, not a whole lot of diversity i guess is what he's getting at and yeah it's easy to say that sure at that point so yeah. sure well, and I, th I think it's it's just offensive, you know. I mean, like, you're, so you're you're saying that you're there is no difference. I mean, there's differences between black people, white people, Asian people. I mean, obviously, uh, it's what makes America great. Right. Again, oh, Lord, um, Lord. I, oh wait, I mean, that's, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. That's see, speaking of uh, yeah. polarizing. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, just to say that, you know, we're all the same and we all get participation trophies and we should all be, you know, we should all celebrate our, our, our Americanness and nobody should get special treatment or nobody should get, you know, be treated differently. It's like, you know, that's, I think that's a slippery slope, man. I mean, yeah, it's a slippery slope and is what you just touched on is cultural though, too. Mm -hmm. So your, your, your skin color doesn't, that's not what makes you who you are. Right. You know what I mean? It's an, it's an environment. It's it's all these things that come into play. And that stuff, it can be offensive sometimes. It can be touchy. It can be funny. It can be all of the above. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm laughing to myself right now because in a way we talk about movies, music, a lot of things like that. Mm -hmm. We have a shared common ground on a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you told me you hadn't seen Bronx, a Bronx Tale, right? And I'm like, wow, this guy can quote The Godfather, you know, <laughs> left and right. You know, he's got to see a Bronx Tale, you know. Right. right. So while I'm grabbing that movie for you, we talked about Dolomite. So you hadn't seen Dolomite either. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it. You know, he probably hasn't seen the five heartbeats either. And I just assumed that. <laughs> just, just, just hey, you know, that just comes from if I walk up to a black person mm -hmm. over 25. I'm going to be shocked if they haven't seen the five heartbeats before. Mm -hmm. If a white person tells me that they saw five heartbeats before, I'm shocked again. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why. I don't know why that movie hit 
with this demographic and then just totally was slept on by another demographic. You know what I mean? So but that's what makes America great. Again. 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 <laughs> <laughs> And I don't, I don't know why I haven't seen a Bronx Tale. That's just, yeah, that's just I, wrong. I, I, I'm not Italian. You know, I know. So. That, that just, I lost a lot of sleep. I'd stay up late at night. Why the hell ain't Joey seen a Bronx Tale? <laughs> it just doesn't, doesn't make sense, man. You know? I talked to my counselor about it, man. It's like, I don't know. Then the counselor, well, why don't you give him the movie? It's like, oh, that's it. That's it. That's how it came about, man. Yeah. Well, so in, in comedy, it used to be, just mean like don rickles would go up there and talk about you know like oh you black people you can't come to my neighborhood you know and, and it was under the, the the veil of of being funny but it was undertone of of racism and and i i actually still hear some of that stuff today you know like i hear people talking about gay jokes and and it's trying to it's making light of things but there's a there is a homophobic undertone to it it's like you know why why are we marginalizing people who are already you know, or marginalized, you know, what's the point of that? Is it to make yourself look better or, or what, you know, like it used to be, you know, some people making, trying to do voices and, and doing like an urban black voice. And it's not funny. It's just like, they're doing it just to be, you know, right. I don't know what the point is. That. I mean, I like to do voices and I like to do, you know, there's some black folks that I know that have funny voices and I want to do their voice. Like right. I have this whole bit about the word motherfucker, but I can't do it without thinking of Cat Williams. This motherfucker, I won't say something about motherfucker. And you can't say, you know, I just can't say motherfucker without thinking motherfucker. Right, right, and and I And I don't think that that's offensive. You know, I mean, I, I'm doing an impression of a guy who happens to be black, and right. his voice is funny. Right. What's your intent? What's your objective of the whole thing? The spirit of it. If it's, if it's some lunchroom, like little kids picking on somebody in the lunchroom, and mm -hmm. I want to crush you, mm -hmm. I want to hurt your feelings, whatever, then it doesn't take much to do that. Right. Any, anybody could do that. Mm -hmm. The good stuff, the clever stuff, the stuff that challenges you, it makes you think. You know, and that, I mean, uh, I, I'm nowhere in the realm of a, of a good writer mm. at this point but that's why i would like to be some write stuff that makes you think and challenge or see it from a different perspective so sometimes stuff is funny to me or it may even be funny to them but they may not even understand the whole genesis of it all mm -hmm. you know so remember during the class that whole uh old time photo bit mm -hmm. that i did uh which i've never done it again <laughs> it makes me cringe a little bit now this but, is the civil war reenactment yeah, the civil war yeah. but the whole that that whole thing came from walking being at the fair walking past those old time photo booths mm -hmm. I'm like okay we go back in time what the fuck am i supposed to be <laughs> you know right, what i mean what, right. what are they gonna have in there for me so obviously it didn't happen but i used to always make jokes with robin come mm -hmm. on Robin, let's go in here let's, mm -hmm. let's do it with my brother-in-law come on let's go let's go take another a plantation photo in here you know because what else are we gonna do right you know according to what they had anyway so so that's where that comes from so it was to challenge make you think about it mm -hmm. i don't know how many people thought about it like that but that was my whole point of the whole bit was what's there for me when i do this you know well and, and then you get you run the risk of 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 having that that, that dave Chappelle effect too or right. the negative effect you know or like all that bit you did on the black races that shit was funny he right. he, he made me laugh you know because right. i think even and then the same thing you have a, you had a bit about you know going to a barbecue and, and people serving watermelon and right. you're like no it's not gonna happen <laughs> right, and then right. somebody else is making watermelon jokes after that i'm like shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you're missing the point like yeah. that's not people exactly. are gonna, people are gonna miss it exactly and if i'm writing that i know 
everybody's not going to get this. Right. Um, and I do run the risk of, of, of that. And that's something I would have to learn to deal with because I don't always deal with it. And I guess I deal with it better now than I would, say, five, ten years ago. Previous years, it, it might have got ugly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, say what? Yeah, it might have got ugly. Right. But, and, and at the same time, I'm, I'm very conscious of the fact that I introduce this into the conversation right you know you know what i mean right. so if i'm if i'm going to put it's kind of like what Corey's talking about defending a joke well if i'm going to put it out there i got to be ready for the repercussions of that sure. joke too sure you know and that, of the people not getting not getting, not getting it and, right yeah right because the whole watermelon thing was uh, and i was telling my buddy about this was when i when i moved from a all black area to all white area and i would go to my friend's house there um white people they would always have watermelon. Mm-hmm. And I would go home tell my sister, like, these motherfuckers eat more watermelon than I ever seen any black person eat. Why is that why is that stereotype on us? You know what I mean? Why are these pictures and cartoons got us? I said, they always have, like every single time. She's like, What? I'm like, Yes. You know? That that, that is a secret if if, if the black <laughs> black folks listening don't know that there are white people, they we love watermelon. I mean, yeah. like it is it is at every every cookout yeah. like always always i'm like and we're walking around embarrassed you know and that's what the whole thing was like i'm not gonna eat the, i didn't want to look like the, like the old black and white or the old yeah. minstrel show looking right. shit and i'm not gonna sit around and eat that so that's where it all came from and that was the whole point of that bit basically and some people got it and some people said spot on mm-hmm. and some people didn't get it you know some I mean? people so, offered you watermelon <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it's funny right but it's funny. No, no no it's no. not really right, right. funny but i i think writing about stuff like that is important you know and like i said it's eye-opening and 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 some people don't get it uh fuck them you know whatever they yeah. don't get it but you you put that shit out there like that you do run the risk of of people you know misconstruing it or misconstruing oh, yeah. See, i guess I, I don't know why Try to use big words. Oh, that was it. You was right on. Oh. Construe from the Latin root. <laughs> <laughs> Construa. <laughs> Meaning to not Ugh. totally get it. That's what it means. But but I will continue because the whole writing process is me challenging myself too. Mm-hmm. So I won't dumb it down or I won't resort to let's just give them some Mary Had Little Lamb type jokes. Mm-hmm. I can. I know it's kind of like social media. I was joking with my wife, like I, I could get 500 likes right now. I know what to put out there to get 500 likes, but right. it's not what I do. Right. You know what I mean? So I could easily get up there, do some, you know, some, some stereotypical type, what they expect from a black comic shit. And, mm-hmm. and not saying I would blow up or anything, but I know people will laugh at it, but sure. it, it, it doesn't channel. It doesn't stimulate me. It does nothing for me. You know what I mean? That's like, I know that I could get laughs too if I go up there and talk about, you know, jerking off and, and right, <laughs> right. shit like that, right, you know, yeah. or, or just dropping F bombs. I mean, some of that shit that people, or, or getting high. I mean, hello. That's huge. I mean, how much yeah. of that? That's huge. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I got high today, obviously. <laughs> I mean, look at you. You know, this is a job, people. Sometimes people don't take that seriously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, okay, so I, I was talking to my wife about this the other day. We were talking about, you know, comedy in general and how do we do how can we stay doing comedy and at the same time keep our dignity yeah you know because there's a lot of indignity you know yeah. i mean yeah. there's a lot of stuff you know people talking about their their very personal private stuff and i yeah I just, it, it goes back to that cup of tea thing though because yeah there's an audience out there for it you know what i mean and and 
Yeah. It's funny with me. On on one hand, something may bother me, you know, if, if it's too sex nasty shit, right? As like, that's what I like to call it, sex nasty shit. But then a comic, like Amy Schumer is funny to me. Mm-hmm. And everybody's always surprised when I say, I think she's funny. Mm-hmm. Sarah, uh, Sarah Silverman, she's mm-hmm. funny to me. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't really like that type of humor. But for some reason, the way they do it, yeah. it's funny funny to me and amy shoon's like you're just graphic gross you know what i mean she says stuff that i don't even understand after like female <laughs> stuff like what's she talking about right? i'm gonna have to look it up seriously <laughs> like oh my goodness i didn't even know that you know so so it's a cup of tea yeah yeah as well right you know, it's like you said uh well like Corey said in the class like these she's touring she's a, a box office star you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's working there's an audience out there for it I can appreciate that stuff too. You know, like I can appreciate why it's funny. You know, you know, I am now never going to do a joke about an abortion. Right. right. You know, it's just not something I, you know, I just won't talk about that, but I, I can also see how that works. Right. You know, um, sometimes people take it too far. I mean, I guess funny is funny is funny and, and, and how integrity is, is personal. So, yeah. you know, as long as these people can, you know, they can live with themselves after they talk about that shit. That doesn't, who, what, who am I to say? But me, I just don't think I can do that. It's like we were saying, everybody has a line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Or everybody has just, just here, here's a, here's a standard. So people say, oh, everybody's too PC or, or we're too soft as a society. And, you know, and everyone needs to toughen up, have thick skin. Yeah. To a certain point, but everybody has a line mm-hmm. you know if you say you can't offend me if you tell me that then that would be my goal to offend you you <laughs> give me give me five minutes ten minutes to f- give me a little information about yourself i will find your line and i will offend you just to prove a point Watch me okay now. Yeah, yeah yeah and then then shut the hell up okay and uh let's let's move forward but uh you're right though um it, it, it's it's i wouldn't do certain things either you may do certain things that I wouldn't do, you know, mm-hmm. vice versa, you know. Right. So, yeah, right. It, it's teach his own. I don't think me doing a joke about watermelon at a barbecue would be very funny. You should try it. Do you think? Yeah, you know what, man? <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker trying to serve me watermelon at a motherfucking party. You should, you, should, you, should, you should do my shit and I should do yours, man. See, 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 see what happens. Oh, it's the comedy swap. Yeah. Or it's the Freaky Friday comedy yeah. edition. <laughs> yeah, see how that works. So, yeah. Well, I could do that. You don't, you don't drop any N-bombs in your set. No, so I, I, could won't, do that. I won't do that. Yeah. I won't do so that. Maybe no. I could... And I guess, and that's another thing too. That's per- personal preference, you know. I mean, some some black comedians, that's every other every other yeah. you know emphasis is is with the n word, and and I I find that shit to be funny as hell on on yeah. stage. But and it's I guess it's the same thing. Like in general conversation, like I talking with people, if if they use the n word a lot, it makes me uncomfortable. Right. You know, like it's like I don't really you know if it's your thing, it's fine. But I, I don't really enjoy it in normal conversation. Whereas if it's on stage, if there's a comedian and he's saying the N-word over and over. I mean, it, I think it's in that context, it's obviously a story and it's a joke. And, you know, and it, and it makes me laugh. Sort of the same way as, you know, like a Sarah Silverman or, yeah. or Amy Schumer. Or they're talking about that stuff on stage. In that context, you're like, right. okay, that's funny. You right. start talking about that at a dinner party. Oh, no, 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 I gotta yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta yeah. go. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta kind of know your audience too. True. So, I when I write now, I think about 
the audience, the normal, the, the normal audiences that we see mm-hmm. here in this area. So I'm very conscious of that, how I represent myself. Are you saying white audiences? Is that what, is that <laughs> what you're saying, trying to say? You get a sprinkle. You get a sprinkle, brothers, in there every now and then. You know, you get. I mean, you, you get a you get a mixed audience at at the club, but it's majority white. Sure. Majority white. Sure. And uh, I'm very conscious of that. Sure. When I write, and I don't want to go out there and say anything that I'm not going to be comfortable with defending. Right. After the sure. after the show, just like Corey said, no, or if we get in a personal conversation where it's okay to bring up this subject or talk, no, mm-hmm. I'm very conscious of that. So yeah. So as a new comedian um, who has has already had a career and someone who has only pretty much done white rooms, do you have the desire to to do a, like a black room? Like, is that w- are you curious to see how your stuff would play in a in a majority of a you know? Oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why that's why I went to. Uh, uh, where do we go? The Renton? Renton. 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 Yeah, yeah the, because that's the word. Okay. More brothers up at Renton. Uh-huh. So I went up there. Yeah, it was probably a good 15 brothers there, which is that's pretty good. Around you know? here, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and the 15 brothers yeah. in one place and the cops didn't get called <laughs> no, around here? No, now? it was all good. It was yeah. all good. And that's why I tried tried the bit. Sure. I twisted up. I did the barbecue bit. Uh-huh. Same thing that, you know, mm-hmm. and they thought it was funny. They laughed. They, they clapped hard and laughed at certain points. What other audiences didn't, but again, it goes back to that cultural thing. Sure. Like I make a reference, like I don't want to be eating watermelon off the rind, like I'm stymie from the Little Rascals. Right. That doesn't always hit here, but they clapped and laughed and you know eye contact and everything like that's mm-hmm. good. And uh, that kind of made me made me feel okay. I'm going in the right direction mm-hmm. with this. You know, it's not necessarily just finding a a black audience, but it's about I'm writing from a from a black perspective a lot sure. of times you sure. know what i mean so and then when i think ah, i don't know if this audience is really going to understand and, and it's like a, a southern black perspective sure too, you know yeah. what i mean so so regional things are going to come into play too so mm-hmm. yeah well i i heard some uh, must have been an interview with jamie fox and he talked about you know when he does do, doing stand-up you know he still does stand-up too mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if he does a lot of it but you I mean that dude is funny um he he kills me but anyway he he tries to do his acts in like a bunch of different rooms you know so like he'll go to the suburban white room and if a third of the people laugh then he you know he's a funny joke he'll go to like chicago to a black club and and do you know a a set and and if he goes and he gets a third of the people to laugh then he knows he's got something there and then he'll go to like a general audience you know like I don't know if it's like New York or LA or whatever, and he'll do it. And if you can get a third of the people to laugh there, then he knows he's got some. So then he puts it all together in a in a in a large venue, and then everybody's laughing. All right, smart, clever, yeah. yeah. So yeah, and I I too I'm actually uh, would be curious to to work a black room and see how how some of my stuff plays. You know, I, I probably need some more practice and and need to work on on crowd work and stuff too. But uh, I just I think that if if black folks in general you know if something's good they're gonna give you the love you know but if not you have to work for it you know what i mean yeah. like like you don't just get free laughs i mean like you yourself are kind of a stoic like in order to see kc laugh it's got to be pretty funny you know <laughs> hey look that he's laughing oh my god i did it but i mean like i would i would be really curious to see how some of my jokes would play in a in a majority you know black audience just because um you know like if it's almost like you know New York, New York. If you can make it there, right? You know, you right. make it anywhere. Yeah, lot, I heard, well, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, a lot's just gonna have to do with your references. Yeah. So you know what I mean. Funny is funny. 
you know, a, a, a dude slipping on a banana falling down, that's funny, right? right that's right. It doesn't matter who you are, that's that's funny. Sure. So your, your your references, your cultural references, that's what really comes into play with that. So, I mean, I don't want to... So you want me to study Dolomite and the five heartbeats? Because once I once <laughs> no, I got that no, stuff down, and you would kill him. You made a five heart. So like I'm like quiet boy from the five heart. Oh my god, they would go crazy, man. We go crazy. Like oh shit. But 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 some things it's gonna be universal though. Like sure. if you your whole uh, your whole pooping in your your underwear <laughs> yeah, thing right, like that. Right. That's universal, man. You know yeah. uh, that's 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 across the board. So you don't have to change that. Accidents no, happen. Accidents happen to everybody. You know what I mean? So right. that's 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 the part that's gonna be universal. But and mm -hmm. if you make a if I made a a motley crew reference, mm -hmm. you know, to a black, you know, they ain't really, they ain't, you know, some of them will get it, but sure. they ain't really gonna totally understand that. You know right. what I mean? So right. so yeah. Unless you say Motley Crue, man, <laughs> it's a joke. I mean? And be like, yeah, oh, yeah. I know that's that white ass yeah, band yeah. <laughs> with the big hair. You know, oh, no. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that that's the thing about it is if you get real specific with with you know your pop culture references and things like which I try because I like referencing stuff mm -hmm. like that. You know, yeah. I, I like bringing that in. You know, I like to say this guy looked like. Uh, extra from Roadhouse, whatever you know, because that shit is funny to me. You know what I mean? So, so <clears throat> can I say that to every audience? I don't know. Roadhouse right. was pretty big, right? Roadhouse is universal. The hair was pretty big. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, this is. Uh, I think that's. Uh, we're gonna put a wrap on this podcast, my friend. Um, next week or whenever we do it next, I don't know. Maybe we can. We might be able to pull some more stuff from Corey, or we might, we might just be able to talk and rap about whatever. Uh, I'm gonna keep. I want to keep it loose, keep it light. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we're too old to, to answer to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> keep it, keep it free. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, I keep it challenging. Keep, keep challenging each other, man, and challenging yeah. the listeners and an opportunity to kind of grow. Yeah. With this, man, because uh, it helps. Because uh, my 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 spirit, my vibe was off today. You know this, and I'm. Uh, you looking worried? I'm not gonna go. I'm not getting ready to drop some sad stuff. <laughs> sad stuff right now, man. But anyway, my vibe spirits off. You know, but for some family issues or family. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But uh, this really helps, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. You, you, you know, you come, you bullshit, you talk. Mm -hmm. Your mind is somewhere else now, and then you, 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 we're talking about these things. Yeah, and it, it helps growth. So, so I'm with it. I'm with it. I want to thank all of our uh, subscribers um, and the commenters, which uh, we're still waiting on that. Uh, <laughs> people, hey, love the podcast, man. <laughs> well, like that shit. Comment on it. Share it. Share it. Share it. I get a lot of texts. Yeah. A yeah? lot of texts. Yeah. 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 I get a lot of like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, actually, I got a lot of people going. It's about time, man. I mean, you're yeah. really, you finally started a po podcast. You know, uh, it's a little late. And I'm like, thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> it's a little late. <laughs> Aren't you a little old for that? That's why it's called Old Dogs, New Tricks. Old Dogs, New Tricks. And uh, production assistants, uh, in the beginning, I'd like to thank Doug Medlock, Roberta Solomon, Stevie Cripps for their help on their voice work. Anybody else you want to give a shout-out to, my friend? Um, <clears throat> shout-out to the uh, whole world. Wow. That is it's very broad. That's an evergreen topic. Yeah. You, can, you can use that in any audience. Exactly. It's universal. <laughs> universal. <laughs> All right, tune in next time. You've been listening to the Old Dogs New Tricks podcast. I'm Joey. Kai Kuyu. Peace. Peace.